Hello everyone. Um, it's time to get into Netflix's hit show that is season four of Love is Blind. And as I mentioned in the last episode, I spent a fairly significant amount of time on Twitter. Um, Black Twitter was really losing. <laughs> Black Twitter was really going in on this season. Um, but I'm gonna start or at the very top of my notes, I have the words Irina and Micah. So we see that Irina and Micah were laughing at Amber crying over being hurt that Paul had dumped her. We also see that Irina, I feel that she was probably happy that um, Bliss was dumped and I remember seeing an article before I watched the show. It was like the day before. And the headline said, Micah defends Irina over Mean Girl allegations. And the podcast that I listened to um, today about where it was about Love is Blind, the host went in way too hard on Irina and Micah. And I think I, I love to watch reality tv to learn from the people that i'm watching to learn from their mistakes and i also am really fascinated to see how the public responds to different people and different behavior that they see on screen and i find it very very disturbing that generally speaking women are always viciously viciously attacked online exponentially worse than men are. These are actual facts. There is so much um, data behind this. And so I'm not going to participate in the pylon because I'm disgusted by it. And it just, yeah, are Irina and Micah great? No, but I don't feel that they deserve the vicious commentary, the unrelenting hate that they are receiving. Kind of like people were a little too excited to um, to slam Zainab from last season. And I can't, I'm not going to partake in all of that. And so next, after Irene and Micah, I have the word Brett. Um, I am watching this series for Brett. I have followed Brett on, so yeah, I'm a Brett, this is a Brett Stan account, as people say about their social media. So we see that Brett begins to pour his heart out to Tiffany, but she's asleep, dead ass. And I don't think we've ever seen that on the, yeah, we've never seen that on Love is Blind before. And um, I just love that she wasn't snoring. She kind of looked like a sleeping beauty. Um, and he didn't know that she was sleeping. So he was like, I'm done. <laughs> it was like, I don't know. It, it's for us watching it. It was super funny, though. I mean, shout out to the editors for keeping that in. Let me see here. Another side note that I have is Irina and Micah manipulated and conned their way into proposals. Kwame and Zach both sang. I fast forwarded past Zach singing, so I can't comment on it, but I heard that it was bad. Next, we got Marshall. So Marshall is furious that Josh gave Jackie an ultimatum. And it was kind of cute to see Marshall all upset because he has like 
uh, he has one of the biggest baby faces I've ever seen. It's like, you look at Marshall and you know what he looked like as a goddamn baby. And he just, he looks so young. Like, his baby face is a little too intense for me, to be honest. Like, it just, he, he looks too young for me. But he is absolutely adorable. And maybe, you know, years from now, he'll start to age a little bit. But right now, he looks like a child. He looks like he should be, have a backpack on walking into a high school. Um, so next I got Bliss. Bliss makes Zach cupcakes for his birthday, but it doesn't matter because Bliss is hyper-focused on presenting herself in the worst light. This bitch ain't got no game. I was watching this and so, so sad for her. Um, when Bliss tells Zach, if you pick Irina that tells me what kind of person you are, that is not the way. That is not the way to flirt with a man in a show that is a competition you can't tell him what to do. You can't make him feel like you're forcing him because Irina and Micah, they both forced their men into a proposal, but they, they were, they were more, they were slick with it. They didn't come out and say, well, if you pick her, you're a bitch. Like you're a pussy. Like what, what was she doing? What, was, what the fuck was Bliss doing? And then, um, let's see, Bliss tell Zach that her dad didn't like any of her exes and she doesn't know if her dad will think anyone is good enough for her that's enough for me to walk if a guy is telling me that about his parent I feel compelled to leave that isn't going to turn anyone on why would you do that that just feeds right into Zach's fears and she didn't know that but it's like even though you don't know that you've got to learn how to flirt it's like, say less. If you don't know what to say or the right things to say, say less and be more of a listener. You know, and then I don't understand how Irina claimed that she was having breakdowns and meltdowns and fights. Irina made it sound like she clocked, um, sorry, Bliss made it sound like she clocked Irina in the face, like there was blood everywhere on the floor, like she ripped out all her hair, like Irina was missing teeth. I didn't understand why she was apologizing for freaking out and they don't get along and they're fighting. I was like, what? Like, am I watching the same show? Am I? Because what? It wasn't that big of a deal. It's like, is she that much of a nerd that she can't like dislike something about someone without her presenting it as like, um, as a fist fight? It was, I, I, I don't. And if you do have beef with another bitch in the house, guess what you're not supposed to do? Talk to the guy that you're competing for about it. What? So Bliss, Bliss, you played yourself. And I I feel that if she didn't present herself as such an asshole, she would have been chosen. And I just think that would have been fun for us to watch. Zach choosing her. And just to see like two people together where one of them is not like trying to have the other one, like hates the other one <laughs> more than she's hated anyone before in her life. So then next we got Jackie and we got Marshall. Shout out to Jackie for being funny and being spicy, but that's about it. Um, Jackie says, quote, this experiment has really shown me um, that it's more than what looks good. I might have gotten that quote wrong because I'm reading it. I'm like, I think I'm missing some words. Um, Jackie's offended that Marshall asks her if she wants to wait until the altar for intimacy. Like Marshall actually said the words for intimacy and never in my life have I heard a man describe fucking as quote intimacy. Like, do you want intimacy tonight? Like what? 
I love that about Marshall. Like he's so, so precious, so cute. And then Jackie tells Marshall, um, and Jackie seemed offended. She was just like, you can't buy a car with that. I was like, wow. <laughs> so anyways, Jackie tells Marshall, I just don't want to push you away. You're something that I need because I've never had that reciprocated. I've never had that before. That don't mean you need to cling to him though. Just because you ain't never had nothing healthy and just because he's healthy, emotionally available, emotionally intelligent, it don't mean you got to drag him along when you don't want him though, bitch. Um, so then Marshall tells Jackie that he's walked away before, but quote, he quote, ain't doing that shit again. He said it like three times, but bitch, Marshall, you need to walk away though. You need to do that shit again because Jackie don't want to. Um, so then Jackie says, so then Jackie has a meltdown and Marshall comforts her. And I guess there was some story that I saw today that said, this is the reason why Jackie had a meltdown. I didn't click on it. I didn't read it because I don't care because meltdown or no meltdown, Jackie don't like Marshall. And you know, I just don't like it when people string people along. And on top of it, in this season especially, it seems as though the people who string their fiance along, they ain't trying at all to act right. Not even a little bit, not even for a day. And so that is how this season differs from the seasons prior. Because before, when somebody didn't like their fiance, they were not so effing obvious about it with every single statement that they make and every interaction that they have. And this season, it's like the acting. Like, I think that's something I want on Love is Blind. Like, take some acting classes before you get cast on the show. Because um, people like Irina, they were doing too much. So next, I got Irina and Zach on the list. And when Zach and Irina meet for his proposal, he asks her, can I get a kiss? And she says, just a hug for now. She calls him creepy. She tells him he looks like a cartoon character. She says, you don't blink. Are you gonna blink? She giggles and screams and runs away whenever Zach touches her, just in general. So I really loved when Irina and Zach met because it was one of the most awkward things I've ever seen on TV. And I loved it for that because I was like, is this real life? Um, it just, shout out to the, the editors for keeping all of that in. It was wild. It was wild that on Love is Blind, they're like, oh, if this is a trash couple, they want us to see early on it's a trash couple. Like they're gonna keep all of that. They're not putting that shit on the cutting room floor. I appreciate it. And it was just the beginning of one of the saddest things I've ever seen as far as Irina and Zach as a couple. So Irina tells Zach, I'm skipping ahead a little bit. Irina tells Zach, I want to respect each other physically as if we're friends. And then she tells him on another time or another occasion, good things take time. And that's, you know, of course, code for we ain't fucking. Um, and Irina also tells Zach, I woke up and I kind of forgot that he was there or that you were there. And I was thinking, how did he end up in my bed? Or how did you end up in my bed? Um, Irina asks Zach if he's going to sleep outside instead of in their bed together. And she tells him that it's nice outside. And Zach says he's not going to get bitten by the mosquitoes. The mosquitoes. Um, he touches, Zach touches Irina's pinky and she tells him that that's too much intimacy. And Zach tells Irina, you're ridiculous. 
Irina tells Zach that she's usually very physical with guys, but it's taking her longer with him. And she says that she honestly doesn't know if she could be with him and she gets uncomfortable when he touches her. And Zach tells her that she was very affectionate in the pods, but she's been different. And when they are out on the beach on their date, Irina says, Zach needs to eat every little thing off of his plate. So I'm going to pause real quick before I continue. Something that happens, um, it's mostly with when a man, sorry, when a woman doesn't like a man, but I know that it works both ways, but I think it's really prevalent when a woman doesn't like a man, she nitpicks. And what's really sad is that men don't pick up on this. They're like, oh, she nags. It's like, she nags because she don't like you. She nags because she hates you. She nags because she masturbates to someone else, like thinking about someone else. She nags because she does not love you. So Irina was so relentless with talking shit about Zach and to Zach's face and being so mean and cruel. I just, I'm, I'm almost at a loss, a loss for words. And what we see on the show, Love is Blind, and we saw it with, um, Kelly and I forgot Andy we saw that I think his name is Andy so forgive me Kelly was not attracted to Andy and that was season one um and so people were really attacking Kelly for her looks because Andy was hotter than she is and with Irina you know Zach is not a 10 but he's definitely not a two and the way that she talks to him and talks about him and interacts with him you would think that he's like a negative four um, and I don't understand Irina at all. Like her looks aside, I just don't really understand how she was repulsed by Zach, yet she's sticking around. Um, we haven't seen this on the, on Love is Blind before. Whenever somebody isn't into someone, they still interact with someone. Um, I can't remember. I think Shake didn't have sex with Deep D. I can't remember, but regardless, like they still were like, inter like getting it on, you know, having some type of interactions, I think, I think Shake really stayed away from Deep D, but, um, but like Irina, like, hello, you know what the show is about. You can't be doing all this just cause you don't, you ain't feeling him. Just leave, leave. So Zach tells Irina, you know, you kind of look like Megan Fox. And I'm so glad that he said this. Because everybody is, you know, a lot of people have a lot to say about that on Twitter. And it just proves how dumb men are. Because I see the resemblance as far as they both have the same type of hair. That's where the resemblance begins and ends. And that's how simple men are. It's like you could have the same hair and they could be like, you're twins. You're identical. So Zach then comes up with the ugliest potential kid names. And Irina also comes up with trash names for their kids if they were to have them. And they're really a match made in bad taste heaven. Um, Zach tells Irina, I'm happy I found you. And Irina responds with, aren't you so lucky? And it's like, again, Irina not once put in any effort to pretend that she liked Zach. And I just, I was like, wow. Like, I mean, it's really sad. I mean, Shake and Deep D, that was brutal, but I don't know. I feel that the way that Irina 
treated Zach was worse because I like Shake wasn't screaming when Deep D would touch him. So I just think the way that Irina treated Zach, not as a full blown assault on someone's self esteem. So I feel really bad for Zach. Like it was just it was overkill with her, and I. I really, really hope that he didn't take the way that she treated per him personally, because as a viewer, I, I would take it personally. Like, I'm hurt. Like, that's crazy. Um, and it's like when they were at the pool party and he came over to her and she, like, moved away and screamed and ran. He goes, you're the worst. And it's like, Zach, leave. Like, what are you doing? It's so sad. I think he just, he was like, fuck, I, I got engaged to this this woman, let me try to wake, make it work, but hello, she hates you. Okay. So then Irina, she wants her stuffed animal to be a cock block and be a barrier between her and, and then Zach agrees to it. And she says that he could, you know, give her a forehead kiss. And it was like, honey, why don't you just sleep on the couch then, bitch? Like, Irina, get the fuck out of the bed. I don't, like, what? Because it's like, I cannot be really, I, I don't got to be in love with someone um, to, you know, get it on with them. I will say, I feel like people don't really say get it on, but to um, make whoopied, <laughs> to knock boots. Um, shit, what's another one? Um, did they say, you should say rubbing skins or something? <laughs> like, I don't know. Um Jeez, with doing it, <laughs> what else can we say for um fucking? It's like really old school, but it's like um, you know, I don't gotta be in love with somebody to just like get off. Like I, I really don't understand why Irina was doing the most. I, I'm lost, and I hope nobody puts anybody else through that on this show in future seasons because it just was so cruel. It was just I don't know. When Irina and Zach are on a boat, um, Irina, like, Zach sings a little bit, and Irina goes, is that going to be your problem, that you love singing and I can't deal with it? Like, bitch, shut up. Jump off the boat then, bitch. Like, I just, she had something rude to say. Like, every single moment of every interaction. And it was like, girl, girl. It's like, she just, I think she hated him so much she forgot cameras were rolling and that fans or sorry viewers of the show are gonna hate her ass so it's like you failed you're just the female version of shake that's all and shake did not thrive everybody else on the show thrived but when you treat people so horribly on love is blind it don't work out for you you don't get followers you don't get deals and it's just a really wasted opportunity and he says to her I feel like us taking it slow makes every moment meaningful. I didn't come here to find a hookup. Um, okay. That broke my heart that this man knows he should be fucking and he's there talking about us taking it slow makes every moment more meaningful. No, it don't. No, it don't. Um, it's just, it's embarrassing. Like this season, like I, it's a lot of secondhand embarrassment for viewers in this season. It's really, really sad. And um, at some point he tries to kiss her. And I don't know when, because I didn't put that in my notes. And she t screams and goes, no, I'm not into that. <laughs> it's, like, 
Irina, she like she out here acting like a virgin. She's like, I'm not into a kiss. Like what? So after Zach tells Irina that it takes two people for a relationship to work, Irina then covers her face with a pillow like she is, I don't know, four years old. Um, and then later, Zach tells Irina that they're done. And we then see, or I see like Irina smiling and looking happy. And then they start joking about how much they want other people. And Zach asks Irina, have you thought about Paul? And she's like, I couldn't sleep. I thought about him all night. And she, Irina asks Zach, have you thought about Bliss? And he goes, every single day. And it's like, y'all, like we saw what they could be as a couple. Once they decided to no longer try to make a relationship work, they're laughing together, they're joking together. Irina isn't backing up into the wall and screaming and cringing. And I was like, this is really fascinating to watch because we got to see how they would be if Irina actually cared for him. And I don't know, there was something very sad about it. It was funny in a way, but it just kind of made me more sad for, for Zach because that's what he wanted. And the fact that Irina couldn't pretend at all and that they both had a like an insult each other competition in that bathroom talking about how much they weren't, like how much they wanted someone else and shit. And like Irina, again, always on his neck talking shit. Like, girl, you out here being shake 2.0? And it didn't pay off. Like when she said something about Zach shaving his legs and oh, something somebody tweeted is so true. Like, um, what was it? So then Irina in bed when Zach says we shouldn't be together, Irina, you know, says like, yeah, I wasn't into you, blah, blah, blah. And then Zach goes, do you want to hear why I made that decision? And she, or do you want to know what I think? And she goes, no. And it's like, so you want to come on the show, insult him from the moment you meet him, tell him he's creepy, tell him he don't blink, talk about his, he eats off everything off the plate, talk about his singing, mention that he shaves his legs, um, talk about how, you know, you don't want any interaction with him, this, that, and the other. And then when he wants to express how he feels, you tell him no. And I love that Zach still told her what he thought, like, who? He still told her what he thought, and um, I don't know. I don't ever want none of y'all listeners to treat anybody the way that Irina treated Zach. Like, just get the fuck out of the relationship or stop dating someone, stop fucking someone, whatever. Don't treat another person that way. It's, it's uncalled for, it's unnecessary, it's just too much. Micah and Paul, and my guy doesn't want to f fuck Paul either. And she says in a little confessional, in the past, he's not exactly something I would have run after. Micah says that um, Paul is what she needs. And this season, as I said, all these couples are trying to talk them in, talk themselves into an attraction and talk themselves into being in love. And it, it don't work that way. It don't. So next we got Chelsea and Kwame. Um, I'm going to take, I'm going to pause. <laughs> I'm going to merge the audio, of course, but I'm going to pause right here 
Um, I feel like I kind of need to regroup because I had a lot to say about Kwame. I recorded like a few minutes on Kwame and I'm not using any of that, that audio because it was too harsh. Um, but yeah, it's, it's about that time for us to talk about Chelsea and Kwame. Okay, I had to regroup because discussing some of the people on the show is very emotionally taxing, psychologically draining. <laughs> All right, so Chelsea. Fans like Chelsea, but I don't like Chelsea because she is a pick-me-ass bitch. I never seen a woman who acts like a man that I find extremely unattractive, acts like he was just crafted for her made in a lab is the best thing to happen um, in history, is as sexy as he could possibly be. She just want him around her, on her, in her, um, and he don't want her ass. And that like, that doesn't seem to be a problem with her. I, like also, I know that they gotta have some um, optometrist up in Seattle that she could see to get her eyes checked. So I can't with Chelsea because Chelsea is too desperate and it's not fun for me to watch a woman being so desperate and deserving of someone who actually wants to be with her, but it, she just seems like it doesn't matter. Like Kwame is her king, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, I, I can't, I can't. Sorry. Next we got Kwame. So Kwame apparently wanted to go by the name Alex. I didn't catch that. That's what a lot of people said on Twitter. And we all know why he wanted to go by Alex because he wanted people to think he's white because the motherfucker sounds white as hell. And I know I'm saying that as a black person who sounds white, but guess what? I'm, I didn't want to change my name to Stacy. You know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't trying to change my name to Sue. Like Okay, so Kwame talks, says that, you know, he wasn't able to pick his date up for prom because her family, you know, didn't approve because he's black. Cue the non-existent violins. So what he let us know is that as a teenager, he was rejecting everyone who looked like him around him who was around him and going for someone who was white you're trying to tell me that as a teenager you were going for white women and as a grown-ass man you're going for white women um Kwame has such a complex and so it's just ongoing and what I mean by that is he's so obsessed with Micah and he don't pay Tiffany any mind. And Tiffany's a bad bitch. When Tiffany comes up to um, Brett and kisses him at the pool party or pool gathering, he turns away. When Marshall says, it's great that we can all talk about this as black men, he looks away, says nothing. The man desperately wants to be white. And it's very prevalent. We see, to what I have seen in my lifetime, is you get the darkest black people, you get the Kanye West, and although they're unequivocally black, they seem to be obsessed with being white, being with or trying to be white, 
being with white people, denouncing their own race, rejecting their own race. And I understand that maybe some of them were teased for being too dark or they themselves felt inferior because of their ethnic features. But I understand that they, um, you know, might feel, I'll say somewhat resentful about how they look. I don't understand though that it's like they forget that we all can see that they are not white. They lose, you, you lose me there, right? It's like a 300 pound person telling you, you know what, I'm a size four. And you're like, but I see that you're actually not. I see that you're probably like a 32 or 28 or whatever. And they're like, no, you know what? I'm a size four. And I walked into this store that only carries sizes up to eight. And they told me to get out the store. Like, that's essentially what Kwame said. He's like, oh, I couldn't pick my date up. And think about what that means, his prom date. Think about what it means. He was dating a white woman. He knew her, her family didn't approve. And he still kept dating her. Still kept dating her. Because he took her to the prom. Or he went with her to the prom. He just couldn't pick her up. How am I supposed to sympathize with that? How? How? And then today we see a nothing change because you want people, you wanted people to call you Alex. <sighs> I can't, I can't with Kwame. It is 1224 AM and I feel like I'm getting loud talking about this motherfucker. And I like, I just, oof, okay. Keep it together, bitch. Keep it together. So, um, Chelsea thinks that Kwame is the sexiest man alive and she's overly excited when she sees what he looks like. Again, there are optometrists in her city that are available. Um, she te Chelsea tells Kwame that she can't wait until they're in Mexico. So then in Mexico, you know, Chelsea said she was um, excited about it. So then we see that after the first night, Chelsea thinks that she had amazing sex with Kwame and she is such a pick-me-ass bitch that I feel like even if it was bad, she would say it was the most monumental and transformative and transcendent experience of her life. Like, I don't, I don't trust Chelsea's review. First and foremost, I don't care, but I also want to say I don't trust her review because her, she, her feet are not on the ground. She's on a completely different planet. So then we see that the group meets the other contestants to see what they look like and Kwame's obsession with Micah is born the moment he sees her Kwame thinks Micah is the baddest bitch he's ever met and he's instantly completely turned off by Chelsea at this point and he even tells producers yeah I'm really fucking into her that's what the other podcast said I don't remember that um so we see that Kwame and Micah hold hands Micah touches Kwame's lips um, Micah, I think, is also blind, along with Chelsea. I do not know if Micah is into Kwame or she just enjoys how enamored he is with her. I can't tell because when it comes to Kwame, I could not be any more turned off by him physically. Like, it's this season is a challenge for real. I'm not being, um, I'm not being dramatic when I say this season is a challenge for me because like Kwame is it's there's a lot it's hard it's he's very very hard on my eyes 
Um, and that's just the kindest way that I kind of determined I want to put it. Like he's hard, he's hard on my eyes. Um, so anyways, Irina, we see that I, although Irina cannot stand Zach, we see that she only up, covers up her areolas when she goes to meet the group. Um, but her fiance is not allowed to make eye contact with her. Um, and we see that how much Irina comes alive when she talks to Paul. It's fascinating. So the entire five episodes, we see Irina either laughing at people who are crying, um, you know, obviously misleading Zach in the pot, or sorry, Paul in the pods. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Misleading Zach in the pods and um, criticizing Zach. Everything he does, everything he says, she meets Paul and she is just in heaven. She's transported. And it's like, this is why this show is so important. Because people give off these clues when they're not into someone. And yes, Irina was over the top, um, very obviously repulsed by Zach. But you see how she's not like that as a person, period. And in general, we see that the problem with Zach, because with Paul, she would never, ever, ever clearly say anything negative towards him. She wouldn't be screaming and running and... Um, we need to focus on the friendship by not being physical. Like, wow, you know, I don't know. There was just something, again, so sad about it because we see Zach watching them interact. And I'm like, mm, Zach, I cannot believe you fell for her tricks in the pod. Even though Bliss is the one who made you cupcakes, you still chose Irina and still kept trying to force it the whole time. And I am so humiliated for you. Um, so next we got Tiffany and Brett. We learn that Tiffany is waiting um, to consummate their relationship slash engagement until she, her period is done. Um, but she implies that she already gave Brett head. So shout out. Um, and then later Tiffany announces that she fucked Brett and it was good. And that she says that she's having flashbacks about it. I'm beyond jealous. I'm seething. Um, and I love this couple to death, though. As jealous and, and as I am, and as into bread as I am, I am living for this couple. And, you know, as I said, I started following Brett on Instagram. And he put this post up. And one of his posts on his stories, he goes, um, I'm so thankful for the love. No matter what happens with you guys, with uh, me and Tiffany, um, I'm thankful for all, for all of your support. So I'm, I'm, I'm worried. I'm really worried. And I also don't like that you see Tiffany crying so much at the altar, um, in the, you know, trailer for the season. I'm not like, I'm nervous. I love this couple. I adore them. I worship them, but I'm nervous. And I, I feel that if these two people split up, I feel that I need to boycott the series. Seriously. Like, I don't think I want to be a part of the show anymore. As a, as a viewer, I don't think so. Tiffany and Brett need to make this work. We need this so bad. We just need this incredible, sexy-ass couple. So then back to Kwame and Chelsea. Kwame and Chelsea go to spiritual ceremony after she confronts Kwame about flirting with Micah. Um, again, girl, Chelsea, you have fun with that. That's all I'm going to say. So Jackie is very funny and she slams Zach and a lot of people, um, a lot of the cast members slam Zach, say that he's weird and people online that say that he's weird. 
And again, I'm, I refuse, I refuse to participate in the pylon with Zach. First and foremost, I just don't think he's good on TV. And somebody was saying that every single one of the guys loves Zach. And so they think that he's just, um, you know, kind of awkward with women. But regardless, like not everybody is made for TV. And I don't know him personally. And I think he's a little stiff. And I think he was put in a really awkward position because we couldn't see him having fun because look at who he got engaged to. And so it's like that's it's easier for us to kind of see him as super serious. Some people are saying he's serious. Yeah, he's going to be serious because he's with a woman who doesn't want him to touch her pinky. Um, so with Zach, I think he's probably totally different off camera. And I just think it's really unfortunate that everybody had so many bad things to say about him. He's art. He was suffering enough. I hope he has a glow up because it was it's just sad when you see certain people go through it on reality television. That's not entertaining for me. And I wish that producers would editors would cut that shit out. Um, just keep it unaired. So then Jackie says that she's sore after having sex with Marshall. I didn't I did not expect that from Marshall. <laughs> like I didn't. So I'm sure I'm not the only one. So that was good to hear. I'm like, hmm. Um also, what I forgot to say is when the group meets, obviously Jackie was like, ooh, he he kind of fine, you know, when she saw Brett. And it's like, ouch. Like, she was so into Brett. She couldn't keep that in. She couldn't go tell the other women. She literally says that right in front of Marshall. And I was like, ow. Um, because obviously Brett and Marshall, they don't, they look completely different. Um, so then we got Paul and Zach one night saying that they wonder if they made a mistake choosing the women that they chose and then the episode ends with bliss meeting up with zach and zach hugs bliss and we see that bliss doesn't scream or squirm we see that she hugs him we see that she isn't irena which is just so sad. It's just just in their their hello in their hug. We're like, I'm like, wow, she's not acting like you have COVID back when COVID came out. Um, so then Zach tells Bliss, I made a mistake, and you know I made a mistake, and we know we made a mistake or something like that. And I was bothered by this as much as I'm not going to attack Zach. You didn't pick her. Do not speak for her. Don't do it just because you're the dumbass. Don't say that she knows that you made a mistake or she, yeah, she knows it. Don't speak for your own damn dumb ass self. You know, um, I didn't like that. And I don't know how I feel about Bliss and Zach. I'm literally undecided. I don't know if she should give him another chance or not. Um, I think I need to see more from him and I definitely need to see their interactions. Um, if she even gives him a chance at all, I need to see if she's the opposite of Irina, but I don't know because it's like, I think she could do better, but then I also know that it's hard for some people who are the full package to find someone and she's beautiful and she's the full package. So that actually like means that her, it, your dating pool um, becomes more and more dissipated the more of a full package deal that you are. So it's like once you are independent and beautiful, like it's going to intimidate like 60% of the population um, of the people you could date. Then 10% is already taken. 
So that leaves you with 30% and then maybe 5% of those people are gay. So that leaves you with 25% and then who knows what that 25% consists of. So I don't know. I think, like I said, I can't argue either side because I just, I don't know. Like, I think I will be happy if she chooses to pursue him and give him another chance or if she doesn't. I think, um, I just don't know where I stand on that. I just don't know. So I cannot wait. They cut it at, at when they met and I was like, oh, Ooh, I can't believe I'm, this is, a, this is, Love is Blind is appointment television for me. Like, I'm going to be watching every single episode when it comes out. And I think, um, usually I don't really do that. Especially like these last few seasons with these trash couples. So we see that what's to come with Kwame and Chelsea is Kwame tells Chelsea, I'm not sacrificing what I want, but I am compromising, which is great, Kwame. That's great. Um, I don't. I, and he's right. Actually, I, let me take that back. When Kwame says, quote, I'm not sacrificing what I want, but I am compromising. He's telling the truth. He wants to be with Micah. So by him being with Chelsea, that is a compromise. And I don't think he's going to, I think absolutely not. He's not going to wife um, Chelsea. So I'm already embarrassed for her ass. I'm already embarrassed. Unless she pulls a deep D, I'm already humiliated for her because Kwame doesn't want her. And at this point, it's like Kwame's probably thinking about Micah every time they fuck or whatever. And it's sad. Again, I don't like to see this shit. <laughs> like, you know, when I watch these shows, all of these dating shows, I just want to, I'm like screaming at my TV. I want to jump in the TV. I want the people on the set to interrupt these people, say, go the fuck home. This person's not for you. It's torturous for me to watch um, some of these people together, like um, Zach and Irina. That's not fun, like deep D and shake. It's the worst. So, um, you know, Kwame, a lot of people are saying he gives me SK vibes, you know, SK cheated on Raven. And Raven said that um, based upon the women that SK was with, she wasn't his type. And multiple times SK told Raven that he wasn't attracted to her. And I'm under the suspicion that SK only dated white girls. Um, that kind of seems to be what, she didn't say it outright, but to me, that's what I feel like when Raven is like, oh, the girl, type of girls he likes, they're, you know, opposite of me, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, um, you know, I understand that this show makes people feel pressured to be with people, but just cut your losses. You know, don't, you don't got to go through all these motions. And, um, you know, I think that they're able to leave before the wedding, kind of like how Zach and, um, and Irina broke up. I mean, multiple cast members have said that they have to do the wedding or the Netflix tells them that they'll sue them, but I think that's only for the couples that make it all the way until the end. I just feel like, you know, just bail. Just just end it. Don't do this to people. This is going to be on the internet for all time. And I'm sorry, you ain't going to get me on TV looking crazy or being humiliated by someone who don't want me. And that's why I can never do one of these shows. Because if you embarrass me like that, I'm burning your house down. I'm ruining your life. It's over for you for the rest of all time. You are always, I'm going to haunt you. I'm going to make sure I'm going to haunt you. So um, my heart really breaks for the people who look like an asshole, who looks stupid, who looks so undesired, like who is with someone who doesn't want them. I feel bad for them because that's, I'm humiliated for them. But as I said, at least 
with Jessica from season one, she got a hot ass man because of the show, even though she really showed her ass on the show. So, you know, I hope that everybody's thinking twice about applying to these shows and they're thinking about if they become a shake or if they become an Irina and or a Zainab and everyone turns on them. I think, I hope that they're all thinking about what the potential backlash and fallout could be for their actions. I'm sure people probably went after SK as well. Um, I don't really know if everybody's thinking that shit through because I feel like their behavior would be better on camera. So um, good luck to, to the people who basically get on these shows and act like a piece of shit because they can't live it down. Not on, not on a series as popular as Love is Blind. All right. I am so glad this was a long episode. Thank you for listening. Um, love y'all so much. You'll hear from me soon. Bye.